All right, you just got that stimulus check and maybe a tax refund. What do you do with the money? We are going to break down what we would do with it. Welcome to this episode. I'm Jennifer Moore. And I am John Cho. We are Asians with Money, and we're here to help you figure out finances. All right, John. So it is the time of the year again, tax time. We're going to talk about taxes. And also, a lot of us just got stimulus checks. So I thought it would be fun if we chatted about what we're going to do with our money if we got some. And also, we're going to run through some scenarios on what we would both individually do if we got certain amounts of money as like an unexpected windfall, because that sometimes happens. Maybe you get a refund from something. Maybe you get an inheritance. So we wanted to break down just our mindsets in how we would spend that money. All right, John. So I know you are ineligible for a stimulus check, right? So you're not going to be getting one, unfortunately. Tell everyone what you are getting instead. So honestly, like... When it was tax season, um, three, four years ago, I, I was happy when it was like tax return season. And I thought it was just normal for people to get money from the government. And I was like, yes, tax money. And usually during those periods when I was selling cell phone, it was nice because people just came in and like wanted new upgrades and I get paid in commission. But now I hate tax season. <laughs> it's just like the money going out it's crazy. Like my taxes were in the amount where I could have bought another fixer upper. And at the same time, it was kind of discouraging just because like Mm -hmm. for that much taxes and for that much work that I had to do, it was just like, wow, I need to find a different plan. I need to find a way that I can mitigate taxes. And that's why I'm in the process of buying that motel. But yes, let's talk about that stimulus check and what you should be doing with it or what I would think is best. What you would do with it. Coincidentally, the day we're taping this, I just got our stimulus checks direct deposited to our account. I woke up, I checked my bank account and I was like, that's strange. And it had 2,800 bucks in it. So I am married, no children. So how it works with this third round of stimulus checks is that most adults, if you're making if you're making under $75,000 per individual or $150 per married couple, you will get the full amount of $1,400 per person plus an additional $1,400 per eligible dependent, whether that be like maybe you're caring for an adult or a child. So I was doing the math. If you have three kids and you're a married couple, you're going to get $7,000. That's you know, I mean, it is our money that we paid into it, but that's quite a bit of money. So we just got ours and we also got the previous uh, stimulus checks. So I want to know, John, if you just got 2800 bucks dropped into your bank account, like what what do you think are some things that people should be doing with the money, especially since it was kind of unexpected for the most part? Right. So if I had 2800 and I'm in a position, well, I guess it really depends on the person, but if I was in a position where I am eligible to get a stimulus check, I would keep that money. And this is the reason why, like, let's say I'm in a job that I hate and I'm stuck in a job. So I'm going to try to save as much as possible. Um, So it's kind of like my realtor years when I transitioned out of my job, I saved up about 15K, which made me comfortable to transition my job from selling cell phones to being in real estate. And so I would kind of use that money, 2,800 set aside just in case, like, let's say I want to make the leap and 
change my jobs and to get into financial freedom, like that would be perfect for me. And that would be what I would do exactly. I know a lot of my colleagues, they love cars and I love cars mm-hmm. too, but they'll buy car parts all the time, um, high, high car payments. And, you know, I can't really tell you what to do with your money, but, you know, from what I'm looking at, because I still, I'm still in, I still contact them and they still contact me and our financial situation is totally different. Uh, we both started at the same place, but they're still, um, you know, living paycheck to paycheck while I, I, I am not living paycheck to paycheck. So I think, you know, making that transition and saving up to try to do something new is very important or to try to use that money to find a way to gain financial freedom. I think that's going to be super important because I do agree with Dave Ramsey on this one. I, I heard his um, video kind of go viral and he was super straightforward and he got a lot of backlashes. Yeah. He said, if you, if 1,400 of the stimulus check is going to save you, like, no, you're already done for. And he's totally right. Like if 1,400 is, what you need like right now i don't know how you can survive the next three months or even two months yeah it's almost like it's delaying the inevitable yeah like if you are really that strapped for (laughs) cash and again we're not trying to sound heartless we understand a lot of you are struggling and that's why we're doing this podcast is to try to is to try to help you guys figure out the money stuff (laughs) and i was amazed and i i know i've talked about this before how many people, when I was working at CNN, like these, there were a lot of people that were making pretty good money. And it was amazing to me how many of my colleagues were still living paycheck to paycheck at a pretty like mid career level job, making pretty good money. And I was like, how is this happening? Because I'll be honest, I have never lived paycheck to paycheck since graduating college. I always had a pretty decent buffer zone in the bank. And I was never in the position where I was like trying to figure out where my next meal was coming from. And I was making 20, like you, I was making $20,000 a year. So I was not making a lot of money, but I think the frugality I had when I was younger, plus coupled with the, you know, innate just habit of trying to save money. I read a lot of financial books. I think those things really helped me. And I was just amazed when I was working at a job where a lot of people were making probably between $65,000 and $150,000 a year, especially like the managers, how they were always talking about money issues. And I was just flabbergasted by that. So the question is, what would you do, Jennifer, with that stimulus check since you now have it? Since I now have it, which I was not, and that's the thing, I was not expecting these stimulus checks. We basically just banked them. I didn't do anything with the money. It's not like a like for us a life changing amount of money, but I am appreciative that at least we can use it to pad our bank account. There's going to be emergencies that pop pop up, and that's one reason that you should have an emergency fund. If you don't have one, save up. Or in a, in a few ways, you could do this. You could again when you get payments like this, or if you get a monetary gift, don't just automatically spend it. I'm seeing a lot of folks on Facebook now. Talking, to, they're already making plans for the money, like where they're going to go out to eat, what kind yeah. of toy they're going to buy, <laughs> like getting a new TV, mm-hmm. and you could do those things, 
But you also really, as we've seen with COVID, you really need to be prepared for the bad times because those are always just around the corner. We don't know what's going to happen. And you just, you don't know what kind of economy we're going to have. And your job security is not as good as you think it is. So, uh, absolutely. Like the other day, like last week, I had a flat tire, a screw went inside. The funny thing is, with this new car, I got two of my tires had screws in them. And um, I had to replace a tire, and that cost me about like 300, two, two, $200 or $300. And that was super unexpected. And uh, thankfully, you know, those unex- I, I have the funds for those unexpected moments, but these moments can come to you anytime. So yeah. I really, and if you're not in a place, and if you're in a place where you're living to paycheck to paycheck, stop your consumer behavior. Like yeah. start thinking about delaying gratification. And then hopefully once you accumulate a certain type of money and you're comfortable of, you know, switching jobs or quitting your job and um, pursuing an entrepreneurship, like do it. Cause now you have the funds and to take more risk. So that's, that's what I highly encourage people to think, always think about the long-term plans instead of the short-term. Yeah, absolutely. So when you are getting these checks and if you are getting a tax refund, again, these are happening probably around the same time for you. So that can give you a, a pretty decent cushion, financial cushion. Mm-hmm. So you guys can deal with these small emergencies. If you own a home, you know, your water heater could go out, anything. And John, I, I feel like with the nails and stuff, you're around a lot of construction areas. So I wonder, do you think that has anything to do with it? I don't Since know. I just feel like I'm unlucky. <laughs> like, I wish this happened when I had the $300 car. But no, mm-hmm. it's it's all it's these when you problems got the nice car. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I hear you there. So and and. I know, John, you are not getting a stimulus check, but that's actually a really good thing because you're in a position where, where thankfully the last year has been really great for you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, so it, it, it is kind of a good thing. If you're not eligible, that means you're, you're doing pretty well. So the mm-hmm. government, the IRS has decided you, you guys, I guess, don't need, don't need any financial help. Yeah. Um, so there's a, a lot of things you can do with the money. Um, you can obviously save it. Also, you could invest it. You could buy stocks. You could put it into your retirement fund if you need to beef that up. But I would only do that if you have like a pretty good employment situation and you're not expecting any um, emergencies. You could also pay off debt with it if you have student loans or if you're you've got some credit card debt, something like that. And it, but and again, last you could purchase uh, you know toys with it. But also think about it this way. What about buying something that makes you money? So maybe you invest in courses for yourself or training or something that can help generate more income because maybe this is something like John, if you say this happened to you and you were trying to get into real estate, maybe you could use that to help fund your real estate classes, something like that. And there's other ways to make money. Like I saw this, I saw this on TikTok, which was kind of cool. It's so on your on the side curb of your house, you know, there's sometimes numbers for your house. Mm-hmm. It indicates what your house number is. Well, people are going around door knocking and, and charging people about 50 to 100 bucks to repaint that. So I, I thought that was pretty ah. cool. You could get the equipment and keep multiplying. But so I think and also, you know, if you search online, I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money. 
the question is, are you going to put in the work or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're right. And with something like painting the curbs, which, which I've heard of that too, that is a really like, that's has such a low startup cost. So maybe mm -hmm. think, you know, could, if you're in a, an employment situation, maybe you're not a fan of, maybe you're trying to do something else. Maybe this is your opportunity to use that, you know, invest a little bit about of that money into maybe supplies. Uh, like for instance, I have a YouTube channel. I could invest it in camera equipment or something else that would make me money mm -hmm. or inventory for my Etsy shop. I don't need to do that right now, but I, but it could. And those are some things that, because you don't always have to think, you know, can I buy something like a PlayStation 5 or something? Also, could I buy something that can help me start a side business? And if you guys are in this situation, I know you might be like Jen and John, I live paycheck to paycheck. I have no extra cash to save. Maybe this is the time to try to get a side hustle or to try to get something else going that can generate more income for you and also maybe help you transition into something you like better. Yeah. And this is what you can do. And I think a lot of people are feel like sometimes peer pressured or not even peer pressure, just like listening to their friends. Oh, you got a thousand four hundred. Bro, you should spend it on that new exhaust or you should get that <laughs> PS5 or that new TV. Like, yes, you could do that. However, just look at the person who's giving you that advice and see what kind of financial situation they are in and ask yourself like, do you want to follow their footpath? Because if they're giving you that advice, most likely they are looking for a short, short-term goal, like short-term pleasure. So, you know, like I said, delaying gratification, I think it's a common thing in a lot of these millionaires. Uh, I think all of them have the, the, the characteristic of delaying gratification. They're trained to always put it aside and, like a long-term goal like this reminds me of that story where they put little kids um in an experiment and it's marshmallows like every time a kid waits 15 minutes mm -hmm. he would get another marshmallow so whoever waits 15 minutes and and the marshmallow is right in front of them and they're little kids mm -hmm. so they're super tempted and whoever waits gets another one so no, I they think I've made heard an of that experiment study too. yeah and apparently they got I don't know how they track them down, but apparently the people that practice like delaying gratification, like showed like um, a better progress in the kid's future. But I mean, there's a lot of outside forces, but there, I just remember that kind of experiment being done and I was very amused. Yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, kids don't have a lot of uh, they don't have a lot of that willpower we're yeah. adults and, and yeah. you guys have to realize that at some point you kind of need to sacrifice the thing you want right mm -hmm. now for the thing that's better for you long term. And again, I could there's a lot of things I probably could go out and buy, but I but I don't. And I I think that has made our financial picture better because sometimes you also have you ever had the situation, John, where you bought something right away? It was kind of an impulse buy. And then you're like later, you're like, yeah, what did what I buy this for like this made no sense have you ever had yeah. anything like that where <laughs> I, I almost had one of those um, when I was working for at Verizon I had like five thousand dollars just free money and I was like dang like I have I have money like I should spend this and then I was looking at old cars and it, it didn't work out and I'm so glad looking back that 
it didn't work out because I used that money to transition and becoming a realtor. So I'm just like super grateful that happened. So, and like, for example, like I keep looking back and I, you know, look back cause I'm very, I, I practice a lot of self-discipline when it comes to buying stuff, just cause I am from Africa and in Africa there was this land of scarcity. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helped me to not just buy anything that I see or let's say something is worn out, I'll still be using that because mm-hmm. it, I kind of got the training as a little kid, like, hey, like people are still using their old shoes to, uh, they're still not throwing, buying new shoes, they're still using it until its last leg. Yeah. So I kind of got th- that training in Africa and really helped me uh, growing up. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I think those are really good qualities to have. And, and when you, you know, you've ever heard the saying, like, just keep living like a broke college student, even if you're making yeah. money, you don't have guys, you don't, even if you are getting raises mm-hmm. or new jobs, you don't have to match the lifestyle. Like a lot of my husband's coworkers, these are people who don't make a lot of money and they're buying like, be, they're literally like financing BMWs. They're buying $300 t-shirts and they want to, a lot of people want to look like they're successful, but they're, they're like paying for these things on a credit card or they're using all like, I think one good lesson I learned from my stepdad is that when you're making purchases, how big of a part of it is your world? So if you have like $50 million, buying a BMW is a very small percentage of your net worth. So you could buy one, you could buy one and it doesn't change your financial picture. But if you're buying a BMW and you make 30 grand a year, that's, that's such a big part of your world that you kind of have to look at the the purchase that way too. Like how, how much will this affect my financial picture? And it's, if it's a significant portion of what your net worth is, that may not be the thing for you. So that's kind of how I look at it, but I don't know. I know your financial situation has changed a lot over the past year. Are you still kind of spending the same amount of money on stuff for the most part? Yes. Um, I mean, a little like a little bit more eating out however i do not buy any luxury items okay um, so no gucci pl- stuff or anything no gucci stuff no fancy car no luxury okay. brand name car um and here's the reason why yeah i love cars and one day i would like to buy a lambo but okay. if i do buy a expensive ticket like that where it's not of a necessity where it's just a want i want to i'm going to make sure that my rental properties are paying for that before mm-hmm. I buy an expensive car that that needs about three thousand or even four thousand dollar payment. I want to make sure my rental properties are bringing in me at least yeah. over eight thousand dollars in rental income and even more. How much so, is a Lambo? I have no idea. Like I think Lambo is like starting price two fifty k, but you, it goes it. Since a car is a depreciating asset, I've seen some for 180k. <laughs> Woo. So, like, so maybe yeah. so you would probably buy like a, I feel like you would buy a gently used one and yeah, try to that's get, what and, I would be doing and try to I, yeah because <laughs> I've seen a lot of these guys who have money like they would buy a car and then they would try to sell it out after a while. I guess there's like a period of where you're like okay I fulfilled my goal fulfilled now, my dream now I just. I'm just not that satisfied. I just want to use this for another rental property or something like that. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe they're different because I know some 
broker here in town, he has 12 supercars and he just bought two new ones this this year. So no, last year, which was the 2020 mid-engine Corvette and the new 2020 factory livery, like paint, one of a kind uh, Lambo Huracan. So <laughs> man, I feel yeah. we're going to check in with you in a decade and you're going to have like a garage full of yeah. like, luxury cars. It'll look like Jay Leno's house or something. Yeah. But watch you like famous last words, right? So I have a question for you. Are you seeing like friends and family post about what they're going to do with your, their stimulus checks online? Like, are you seeing anybody? No, do that? I have not seen a okay. single stuff, but I have seen a lot of these funny videos on <laughs> on tiktok where everybody's at the mall right now oh, just geez. spending all that kind of cash and you know it, there was one it was like he's at mcdonald mcdonald's and the the cashier was like so you want french fries no no i want the franchise i'm, I'm oh, here to buy, <laughs> i'm here oh, to man. buy the franchise for a thousand i think they're gonna need a lot I, more I than know, i just thought that was yeah they're going to need a yeah. lot more than 1400 bucks to buy videos. that. That's funny. That yeah. is funny. Okay. So we're going to play a little bit of a hypothetical scenario. I'm going to name off some dollar figures and we're going to say, if we got this amount of money right now, what we would do with it. All right, John, let's start off with $1,000. What would you do $1, with that? $1,000. Yeah. You just got uh, it right now. I just got it. And how much money do I have? Um, Like just your, like say you're in your situation yeah. so $1,000 I I would use that honestly like for me I don't really buy stuff any that much but I use a lot of that dollar amount for um, labor cost whether okay. it's putting up a fence <laughs> but yeah I would use it towards rehab still. Okay. I, I would I'll still keep it I wouldn't spend it okay <laughs> I would I would just bank it I wouldn't do anything with it yeah. I would just because that to me, that's a pretty low amount of money where it's not like it's going to change mm -hmm. my life, but it, it's it's going to add like a little bit more of a cushion. So mm -hmm. I would just I would just save it. I wouldn't do anything with it. All right. Next next dollar figure. Ten thousand dollars. What would you do? with Ten thousand that? dollars. Oh, that's still so little. Like, so, yeah, the thing is, like when it comes to real estate, everything is super expensive. <laughs> like you can spend a million dollars within so ten thousand dollars would be yeah. like cabinets or something maybe for a kitchen right something or, like that yeah stuff like that ten, ten grand mm -hmm. okay so you would just use that still for flips and that sort of thing yeah mm -hmm. okay all right maybe we should make a higher dollar okay so yeah maybe we should yeah, do well, a higher so we'll, dollar. Let's, even okay. the thing is like everything's we'll do a gonna million go too. into real estate yeah everything's <laughs> gonna go into real estate so pretty much all of your answers are gonna be real estate related yeah um okay so ten thousand dollars for me i would um we're probably gonna try to sell our house in the next year so i would probably use that money for um some like quick reno costs because we are gonna try to sell this place so I would probably yeah. use that money to redo our floors, um, change mm -hmm. out the carpet. We're thinking about doing that vinyl plank that you've talked about. So yeah, thank yeah, you, thank you for the suggestion. Nice. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, we hate okay. carpet, and this is Florida. So I think with the 10k, I would use that to put in vinyl plank floors. Yeah. So that's what oh, I would and do. speaking of, actually, oh. with that 10k, I would do the same thing. I would put a new roof. The crazy thing go. is, I've replaced a ton of roof <laughs> except for. For my house, my primary okay. house. So your so house, so the shingles own. are like part of it is gone. So it's okay. that bad. But I'm you know, curious it's a primary too. residence. 
That's true. Yeah. And, you know, and I learned from um, Mel our friend Melanie's insurance person, when your roof is over 10 years old, that's when your insurance costs really start to, yeah. you know, spike. So a new roof would save you some money on insurance. I feel like your wife would have different answers for these two. Do you feel like that? She's not a spender. Either. She's not a spender. Okay. Yeah, I feel like so my husband would have pretty yeah. similar responses to me. So yeah. I don't know. And you and your wife did, you did have some differing thoughts on the target shopping spree, I think. Uh, she was just like she was just crazy. trying to figure out she, whatever she, yeah she was like nervous she was like it's the <laughs> she clock. looked nervous she did yeah okay and so if you guys don't know what we're talking yes. about um for her 25th birthday i let her i took her to target and she she didn't know we were there um i made sure she had her blindfolds and and then i explained the rules she had 25 <laughs> minutes to pick out whatever she wants but she couldn't look at the clock and let's say she didn't make it back to the cashier within 25 minutes, she would get nothing. So that that's why she got so nervous for that. She looked, yeah, she looked like she was just trying to get enough stuff to make it back at the register in time. Yeah. And she, it, it didn't seem like she was really getting what she actually wanted. She was just trying to like figure out something. You're, you know what though? You know you're gonna have to do something way bigger for thirty now. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what what else. Take her to Tiffany. You take her to Tiffany's or something, yeah. and let her pick no, she, out anything she. Doesn't, she, she anything doesn't she like jewelry too much. Okay, no jewelry. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I, maybe it's, she, it's just a rock, honestly. What if you get? <laughs> for me, it's just yeah, it's a rock. true. What if you take her to meet one of her favorite beauty YouTubers or something? Maybe she would like that. She, Who knows? YouTuber, <laughs> These YouTubers know. are like too expensive. They're, in they're my too opinion. expensive. All right, they're so all celebrities. <laughs> they're all celebrities. Well, one day we're gonna be YouTube celebrities, so it'll be it'll be cool. You know? And then we'll have the hookup. All right, so the next dollar figure is one hundred thousand dollars. One hundred. Oh, by then with that hundred thousand, so hundred K. You get it right now. A multi-unit, a multi-unit as a down payment. Okay. That that would be great because you can put down twenty percent, like and twenty percent. 500k you can get a beach property here um and then you could rent that out and it would produce about 80 grand a year or if you do well 120 grand or 100 so you're pretty much making your money back within a year yeah. so that would be awesome though actually more than a year because you have to pay the mortgage but that 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 is going to be a income producing asset for you mm -hmm. over and over and over so and then when it's time to sell i'm sure it will appreciate yeah. even more so that that would be a great great investment that is a really mm -hmm. good point i would probably do something similar to you i don't mm -hmm. know because our real estate market here in tampa is a little bit different yeah. i would definitely use that 100k buy as much in real estate as i could mm -hmm. and after talking to you and actually after talking to my stepdad I used to have the opinion of paying cash for all real estate, but now I think I would do it a little bit different. I would finance, but not get leveraged too much. So maybe I would use it. I don't know what I would buy, but I would definitely use that to get at least maybe two investment properties. I don't yeah. know what, but something along those lines here, here in our area. Mm -hmm. uh, just to, like you said, instead of using it on like, instead of blowing it on like a luxury car, that doesn't make any money. I could mm -hmm. use it, get some get some rentals or something like that, and then I could use that to produce 
the steady income. So that's what I would do with right. 100K. All right, so let's make this a little more interesting. Uh, you get a million dollars today. What do you do with it? Yeah, apartment complex. Apartment complex, 100%. okay. Uh, what kind of point, apartment complex yeah. could you buy for that for with that sort of money? Oh, like like a nice one. A, you could. Uh, well, it really depends how you use your money, okay. leverage it out, or just buy everything in cash. You could buy an eight unit or ten unit, depends on the location. Or you can use that million dollars to be in a bigger unit where it's like over three hundred units or two hundred. Yeah, so I've had investors who are doing that where they partner up with various partners and they bring in money and then they use that money to like, and then it's like a income producing asset where money keeps coming in. They don't have to manage it. There's the primary guy who does manage it, but obviously he gets a bigger cut. And let's say he, he buys it and he has all these partners with money. He could either improve the property and within three years or two years where he has improved the rent he could literally flip the apartment complex so i have a colleague who does that um bought something for you know for 400 500k and he ended up selling for 1.2 million after two years that is not bad that's not bad so yeah so you could get how many units do you think you could get for like a million dollar down payment or something well, I mean, it really depends on the location and, you know, the condition of the properties. Because, like, another apartment complex that I listed, the sellers bought it for 300 k and it had 20 units. and But they put in, like, 400 k in it to renovate mm-hmm. everything. But And then it did go under contract for $1.4 million, $1.35, around there. So, I mean, but then, yeah, you could do that. So, but it's rare to find a property like that. So, <laughs> so at that point, could could John retire? Is that what would that I mean, pretty yeah, much be? You, you could just you be could, like whatever. Honestly, you could retire if you just buy a property, right? And it cash flows, mm-hmm. but then you have a limit of how much money you can spend a month. So, what some people do is they buy the whole complex and then they rinse and repeat and buy another one yeah. using other people's money. But, yeah, and then again, you yeah. you could you could keep like those guys at the the investor guild you go to. I mean, yeah. they just keep doing it over and over and over again. Over and over. It's pretty again. interesting. You know what? There's there's still a lot of opportunity in the Florida real estate market. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it's going anywhere. I feel like even yeah. next couple of years are going to be pretty. All right, so let's switch this up a little bit. Yeah. Say you had ten thousand dollars, but you could only spend it on fun stuff, like no investments. You could only spend it on like frivolous, mm-hmm. silly things or fun things. What would you do with? What would you I would do with buy that? An, I, I would buy an old car. Okay. You could, <laughs> like to work yeah. on it or something like that? To work on it. Okay. And to just like, I always wanted an old car and I, right. I'm always tempted to buy one. The 280Z Datsuns. Like if okay. you guys just look that up, that's, that's a beautiful car. And so, but that's what I would do. How about you, Jennifer? I don't, I don't know. I feel like I would, I feel like I would buy some camera equipment. So like mm-hmm. some, maybe like a nicer camera, something like that. I don't, like if it had to be totally frivolous, I could probably spend $10,000 in makeup. I probably shouldn't do mm-hmm. that. Uh, There's some real expensive stuff out there. 
but I would probably use it to buy like a nicer, like maybe a, another computer or something like that. And then I, I, I am very much into consumer electronics. I would probably go mm-hmm. something along that, something along that route. Um, just anything kind of geeky and nerdy and, you know, some, I could, I get a nice lens. I don't know, something more stuff for yeah. making YouTube videos, you know, I don't know. But yeah, I think if, I think if I got like a large amount of money, I would definitely yeah. like go your route and do real estate and do real estate stuff. Yeah. And actually, that's where yeah, the money is. That's a good point. Cause when I had a little bit of money and I was interested in like vi- photography, videography, mm-hmm. I actually spent money on lenses and some camera and I trained myself and I actually made all my investment investment back. back. So I mean, yeah, and I that, guess some people could that start could doing it. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and maybe I would also use some of that money to uh, start outsourcing some of my easier editing uh, to Mm -hmm. make my life a little bit easier. Maybe something like that. Um, I'm not a vacation. I'm not a vacation Mm -hmm. person. And we actually don't really eat out very much. So that's not really something we would do. Um, You know, and I'm not like into like home decor stuff or anything like like I'm not into a lot of the stuff that most people are. So I know I would Gosh. probably, I would probably, yeah, I would probably just buy like camera gear, uh, maybe a cool computer, maybe upgrade my video card, mm-hmm. get my husband a PlayStation 5. I think he deserves <laughs> one. I don't know. You know, and then I would take his PS4 um, to, because I do like it for like playing, um, like it TV. has a pretty good interface for like doing the, like the web apps and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I would probably do that. Maybe a T, maybe another TV, like if I could only spend it on fun stuff. But yeah, the truth is I probably wouldn't unless I was forced to. Those probably aren't things I would Mm -hmm. I would buy to those listeners. Like you guys comment what you guys would do, like the fun stuff, because that that would be interesting. Yeah. And what what you guys like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you are getting a stimulus check and a tax refund, what are you going to what are you going to do with the money? Mm -hmm. Are you going to pay off debt? Because, again, there's a lot of stuff you could do with it. You, and again, if you are in credit card debt or if you have student loans, maybe that's a good way for you to try to make a lump mm-hmm. make a lump sum payment on it. I actually heard Susie Orman. Do you know Susie Orman? No. She is like a Dave. She's a Dave Ramsey type. She used to have a TV show, and yeah. she actually recommended that if you are in a comfortable financial position and you get a stimulus check, she incur- she's encouraging people to donate it to other people in, in need, yeah. which. I actually think is a pretty cool idea. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, I think for 2019, yeah, for 2019, we actually qualified for the stimulus mm-hmm. and we actually gave gave that away to a missionary. Yeah. That's very cool. So I, I thought that was really good. Need it. Yeah, yeah, so I thought that was good advice. If you're in a position where you have a really mm-hmm. steady job and you don't need the money, there are a lot of people right now that are in need and I th- I thought that was a really cool uh, cool suggestion. So yeah. if you are in that position, that's another thing you could do. You could donate it to a charitable organization or right. even someone you know personally that maybe has been affected by COVID or everything else that's going on. All right, John. Well, this has been a fun conversation. Yeah. Uh, and we were kind of talking about this before we started taping. As far as this week's Asian approved, uh, I don't know if we have one, but I would say the IRS is is not, not Asian approved. Yeah, IRS definitely is not. not. <laughs> no, not after... 
not after this. And maybe we'll do an episode talking about our tax situation because you have a pretty interesting, you're going to have a real interesting tax season, I think. I, I just let the accountant do all the work and he I just got a mail. My bill is $585 that I need to pay to him. But wow, that's amazing because yeah. uh, he literally saved me about like 50 grand in taxes. And Woo, 50,000 in taxes? Yeah. So, oh my gosh. I mean, he he's he's the man so yeah. i'm i'm very excited to pay that bill <laughs> actually yeah just that's a good that much so yeah that's he's, a pretty good roi on yeah. him for sure yeah we we hired an accountant as well and they were definitely able to find us some tax savings that i would not have known about so mm-hmm. if you do have a more complicated right. tax situation mm-hmm. it can be helpful to hire an actual accountant versus trying to do it yourself cuz usually they can find yeah. you enough savings that that make their services worthwhile so uh this has been another episode of asians with money just want to hear from you guys uh just comment below i love to connect with you guys and talk to you guys as well um so yeah just tell us what you would spend on like it might be like a bunch of makeup so (laughs) you know yeah tons of makeup i I mean who i mean this john if you see how expensive some of this stuff is you're your eyes would bug out. You, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I went to Sephora with my wife, and I was just like, that tiny little thing's like yep. 15 bucks. What? Put that back. <laughs> no. Yeah. Some of these things, so. I mean, yeah, some of these things, like foundation, $300. And I'm like, what in yeah. the, Like, I'm like, what is in this to make it worth uh-huh. this much? I Actually, have no I, w- I would like to buy a hoverboard. <laughs> hoverboard. I always wanted, a- I wanted a hoverboard before, but... You know, Maybe like I said, you, my, my frugal self is like saying no. So. All right. So you don't feel like you're going to splurge on the hoverboard. No, no, no. Okay. Actually. And then, a re- and then those remote remote control cars. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, Those are those pretty are, cool. But you know, I, I yeah. feel like, I feel like that would be within your, do you have like fun money for yourself or do you like maybe, you know, I, I, let the thing yourself- is like, I, I feel guilty when I spend money. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If I've spent money for other people, I don't. But if it's for me, I just feel pretty good. So even the hoverboard, you're like, I don't know. Even the hover. All right. Well, guys, thanks again for joining us. Mm -hmm. Like and subscribe. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. All right, John. We'll see you again next week. Sounds good. See you guys. All right.